one second. Um, I think something, I think someone just had an accident outside my house. Give me a second. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, she took the, she took the laptop with her and started like establishing the scene and that's what the interview becomes oh how great yeah <laughs> let's just... all right they they seem to be okay but the the intersection that we're by is um it, it's chronic for this stuff it's just a little fender bender but it was so loud i had to check no that's <laughs> fine <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Overrun Podcast. My name is Ed Bowder. I'm Dan Schwester. And today we have a special guest on the show. We have Kate Bergen with us. She is a paramedic. And we wanted to talk to her specifically today because she's been using art therapy um, as a form of stress relief during this uh, time where the entire world is on fire. So, <laughs> so, Kate, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Kate, you've gotten a lot of attention in the media uh, locally and, you know, around the New York area. Um, you are, you, you've been an artist for a long time. You have your own studio. Uh, you do other stuff. And, and I noticed in the last few months with all uh, the corona and all of the, the unrest in our country, you, you started changing your subject. So talk a little bit about that. Um, so I got into this as a way for me to personally cope with what's going on. Um, I first created um, a, a Rosie the Riveter-like painting of a paramedic pointing at somebody, kind of like Uncle Sam saying, you know, we need you to do this. And at that time it was for you to stay home. And I really wanted to highlight the frontline workers at the time. And that kind of went from one thing to the other. I wanted to make sure that I had healthcare, non-healthcare, and I just started really paying people for the first time right before that, like a month before um, the, the pandemic really kind of took hold of our, of our world and of the nation. Um, I painted a person for the first time and I was like, oh, I can actually do this. So it sort of like uh, spiraled into this. And um, this last piece in particular just kind of struck me when I, when I found the picture um, and I, I knew I needed to paint it. And from the, experience that I've gathered over the last few months of painting people. I, I knew I could do it and I knew that I could do it well enough that it might mean something to others. Yeah, this is, this was a really, the, I think the, the earlier works were pretty, um, you know, pretty thought, you know, thought inspiring, but this one, this one's pretty, um, I don't want to say controversial, but it's, it is definitely a um, something that we haven't seen lately. Um, it's a, a white police sergeant who is hugging a black uh, protester or a black man. Um, and there's just like emotion. There's a lot of emotion in this. There's a lot of feelings behind it. Um, and um, why don't you talk a little about it? Just talk about it from your perspective. What, what, where, you know, where did you see this? Where did it come from? What inspired you? So this actually was very controversial for me as well. Um, I first found that the picture, uh, this is an actual picture, uh, posted on Facebook. And I went back and I tried to find the original, find the photographer, find where, what city it was even from, because I couldn't find that. I only knew that it was recent because of the mask on the man's face. Um, and when I, when I found it, it just, my heart sank when I saw it for the first time. And, and all I was doing was scrolling through Facebook, you know, and, and, 
sort of, I, I use Facebook a little bit as an outlet as well, just to kind of get away from the real world and the things that we are actually dealing with. And sometimes that's, you know, not always the case because you, you see what else is going on, you know, right through your newsfeed. Uh, and this was an example of one of those things. Um, I saw it and I was, I, I was really touched by it, you know, and I just felt so bad. And I, I, I started painting this and I saw that there was actually a, the picture itself was shared a lot. Um, the, the original picture and it was actually shared by Hugh Jackman who got a lot of pushback. So it became something that was um, controversial for me as well as to whether or not I should post this because it was termed propaganda. It was said that there are other pictures you could be sharing that's actually real life. And that really got me thinking like, Am I am I representing this truly as far as what's going on? And and do I even have the right to do that? You know, what what do I actually understand? So that stalled me for probably three weeks. I was mostly done. I was probably 90% done with this painting. And um, I wasn't ready. I wasn't sure that it would be received in the right way. And my intent was, you know, pure as far as this is my hope you know that that we can come together that despite what this man has clearly been through as you can see in the the look and the emotion in his eyes um he is still willing to put all of that aside for a, a better tomorrow and i just thought that was remarkable and i wanted to put that on canvas and use that as a voice in a way to share with others because I see hope and my hope was that others would see that as well. Um, and it actually led me into other painting ideas that I have um, as far as the protests are concerned and equality um, and, and just really kind of investigating further other sides of it. You know, I somehow started painting 2020 without really even realizing it. Um, and I want to kind of keep that going. It's, it's almost photojournalistic for me in a way, even though these are paintings. Um, it just sort of happened. It kind of fell in my lap. I find the things that I find remarkable and I paint them um, to the best of my ability. So I, I think I'm on a good roll and I want to just keep going with that. I do kind of want to unpack what you were saying a minute ago, Kate, because I, I think that the approach to art therapy is very important for a lot of people. Um, and I really did like the Rosie the Riveter series. So I, what I want to ask is for people that are looking for kind of an artistic outlet just to kind of get away from the horrors of the world, do you find that you have to go out and kind of look for inspiration? Do you just kind of paint what you think needs to be painted? Do you try and find a voice for the voiceless? What's your actual motivation behind the paintings that you do? Um, yeah is my, my best yeah, answer. Yes, holistically, <laughs> across the board. <laughs> okay, folks, great, great show. Let's pack it <laughs> So for people that ask me, you know, or, or remark on my paintings and say things like, well, I could never do that, my answer is always yes, you can. Um, even if it's not to the same caliber as what you see, that doesn't mean that you can't. You start somewhere. Everyone starts somewhere. I picked up a book that said, paint this color here. It was like an advanced paint by numbers and it went from there. But on top of it, it doesn't have to be a work of art. It just has to make you feel better in the process. And I always um, actually volunteer to show people because I love painting so much 
And I get so much from it that I am always like, hey, I will show you what I do. I, I teach a little bit on the side and, you know, this is really something I enjoy. And, and that's really what I want any of my students to ever get from this is enjoyment and, and pride as well, you know, because, hey, I did that. Right. Um, and, and to people that, that are still kind of pushed back and like, no, they're not interested. There's other ways that, that they can certainly express themselves. Um, and if it's artistic, then it, it could be something like a coloring book, or it could be writing, or it could be photography, or it could be a, a physical outlet. But I mean, outlets are important either way. Um, and that's kind of how this started. This has always been an outlet for me. Um, I didn't realize it as a kid that that's what I was doing. But I've been drawing since I was three. So um, it's just something that is a way for me to share my voice and now has kind of turned into a way for me to be a voice for others. And I think that's really special. I think that's interesting and it's important because I, I, I think people kind of stray away from art of all types because they feel like they're not going to be very any good at it. But I think one of the, the soothing things about art is that there's no real good. Um, we were talking off air, <clears throat> you know, the comparisons between a realistic painting, like the ones that you did that we're talking about now and someone like Jackson Pollock, where, I, I think that Pollock's paintings are beautiful, but they're very abstract. It's just kind of, it's literally just throwing paint on a canvas. So I think it's important to kind of get that to people where if you don't feel like you're an artist, it just kind of depends on how you classify what an artist is. You can kind of just do anything and that becomes art as long as you say that's what it is. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's definitely a self-prescribed um, title. Like I, I don't have to say I'm an artist for you to say that I'm an artist. And, and vice versa, you know, it's, it's all about how it makes you feel when you're done with it. And that's what's important. So throughout this process, do you think that just dealing or, or creating this art has helped either, you know, reduce the stress of being a paramedic in this time or it's reduced the stress of the pandemic or has it made kind of life easier on a day-to-day -day basis for you or is just as kind of another outlet that you have other things to do that too? No, this, this helped me immensely. Um, with the Rosie's Riveter series, I call it my modern day Rosie's. Um, I really needed that at the time that it came about because I was not coping well with um, COVID, with the idea of possibly bringing it home. I have two small children at home. My husband was in the, the COVID ICU as a nurse five days a week, 12 hour shift. So I was terrified. Um, and it just became something I needed to do. People liked my, my medic Rosie. Um, I went and I painted a nurse and people really liked that. And that's kind of what started me going down that, that road. And I, I kept going because it meant something to me to mean something to them. And that really was, was changing for me. It, was, it, it altered my, my thinking. I was entering a pretty dark place and this kind of picked me up from it. You know, I don't have anxiety attacks and I was having them daily, sometimes more than once a day. Um, and it, it really turned things around for me. So I needed this, I guess, as much as other people needed to see it. So before you actually started, I guess, pursuing this, what, did, what stress relief techniques did you have? And why did you find that like actually painting on a canvas was a superior technique? Well, like most of us in EMS, I have terrible stress <laughs> tactics, and I would always I'll say, adjustment professionals. <laughs> yeah, 
I would always say when I, oh, when I have time, I'll do this. Or when I, you know, if I get around to it kind of thing. And I would get trapped into whatever else I was doing. Um, social media would actually eat up most of my time. Um, so I had and to we, we know how healthy and it. not toxic a place like social media. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I had to force myself to make time for it at first. And then when I did, uh, it became something that I, I couldn't not make time for. Like it actually, I, I feel it start to eat at me if I haven't painted in a while. Like if it's, if it's been a day or two, like I need to get down and I need to paint. Uh, so it's really been something that I, I cling to now and I make time for um, because it, it does help me. And I get the bonus of it meaning something to other people. And for those who are actually like just starting in art, when you say that every day you paint something, are you during that daily routine, are you trying to paint something good or is it just more important to paint something and then kind of work from there? So I cannot say that I paint something good every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I try. And there are days where I have to go, nope, I got to walk away from this. This is, this is not going to end well. Um, but in the meantime, I'm learning more and more about myself as an artist. I'm pushing myself further as an artist. So um, I didn't necessarily subscribe to you need to paint every day before I started painting every day. Um, but now I see the value in it. You know, I, every day I'm better than I was the day before. Uh, and that's evidence. Just if you look at the beginning of my Rosie series to where I am now, I'm in the middle of it. And, and this latest painting, um, it's a huge difference. And maybe that's not readily um, obvious to those who aren't really paying close attention or who aren't really that big into art. But it's a big difference between just being able to paint certain features and being able to do uh, an expression that emotes so much that I don't even have to add words to it. You know, um, it's just, it's something that's important, I, I think, for those that want to use it as um, a way for therapy to just keep trying. It doesn't have to be painting. I mean, for me, painting is what is, speaks the loudest to me. You know, it screams, right. really. Um, but there's so much to be said for people who, who knit or crochet or quilt or, you know, do photography. I love photography. I don't have time for it, but you know, that's something else that I think is equally as important if you get the same value out of it. It's all about self-introspection, I think, as far as what you should or shouldn't be doing. Well, I think that's what's interesting now with everything that's happening in the world. People are kind of finding their own little stress reduction techniques. And for me, the reason that I kind of gravitate toward art is that it's somewhat tangible, right? You can see what was made. Yeah. And not that you can't do that with knitting or crocheting, but I think that art allows different voices to kind of be highlighted. So when you talk about like the Rosie series, which is, you know, you have nurses and medics who are on the front line, people might see it a little bit differently. Maybe you can change someone's mind. Maybe they can understand what we're going through exactly. a little bit better. Yes, that, that was um, definitely a motivation for me. Um, while I was doing it, like, hey, you guys might not understand what we're going through, but these people, this is what we're going through. Take a look hmm. and pay attention. Right. And I, I think that's that's vitally important because we can, I think that there's good stress relieving techniques like the adult coloring books. There's a lot of people who are coloring mandalas now, or um, I think it's how it's pronounced, right? Mandala, mandala, whatever the circle. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I, I think that's important. I think that's interesting. I just, I, I wonder if people 
aspire to do more and they just don't because they didn't think that they could. And I think now if you're working, especially in EMS, you see so much humanity and inhumanity out there now that if you have some kind of creative outlet, I think it'll make things easier for everybody because you can't really see what we see and then bring it home and I think survive really without having an outlet for that somewhere. I, I agree with that. I used to think that I didn't take any of this stuff home. Uh, I've been a medic for nine years and an EMS for 15. And I felt like I had, you know, kind of like a steel trap. I, I didn't worry about taking a lot of it home. And then this is really the first time I've, I've struggled with any of it, you know, uh, including um, protests that led to, to riots and working right in the middle of it. It's definitely a different perspective. And for me, this is very much needed. And I'd say for anybody who is looking for an outlet, even if you don't produce something that's, you know, you want to share with the rest of the world, that's okay. You know, it's, it's what you can get from it. Well, and that's why I think it's important to talk about actually, you know, doing art therapeutically, because we do all tell ourselves that we don't take work home with us. And of course we do. Right. It's, it's, it's the, the great lie we've been telling ourselves and, and frankly in all professions, but in EMS forever. I was like, oh, it's fine. I leave everything at the door. And I think over time, that kind of grows and metastasizes. It's important to have some kind of outlet for that. We've, we've historically, we have terrible coping skills. Uh, we've, we've always sublimated the emotional damage that the job does. And, you know, we, we manifest this in so many negative ways that this is, this is a real opening. I mean, this is something that anybody can consider. It doesn't take a ton of money. It doesn't take, uh, you know, there's nothing beyond just doing it for yourself. It's something that it's, it's, it's almost like self-care. Um, it's, it's a way of just putting your, putting all that stuff out of your body and giving it a release and kind of helping you to just kind of process things. Um, it is something that we need to consider and we need to start talking about this because, you know, we, we do mental health stuff. We've talked about mental health on the show a few times and honestly, it's not getting better. We're not seeing this. And, you know, with pandemics and riots and, you know, the, the, the balkanization of our country, I mean, there are, you know, it's, it's stressful. You, you know, you go to work with, with a partner and if they believe something differently than you do, there's all the, there's this tension. I mean, you see this on social media and, you know, unfortunately, you know, for the show, we have to be very involved with social media, but it's, it's a trap. I mean, it's, there's a lot of stuff out there and people that you thought you knew for years, uh, now are on the other side of things. There's almost like a cold civil war out there. So how, how do you cope with this in a healthy way? Um, it's something we all need to find. Yeah. And actually, um, now that you bring that up, we actually decided at our, our business, Bergen Studios, to donate um, part of our proceeds from the, the Modern Day Rosie series to uh, Mission Hope, which is a, a charity specific to uh, EMS workers, especially those with PTSD, um, because it, it is so hard for us to deal with. And, and we recognize that. And certainly I see it in a different light than I ever have before. Um, so you know, it's a way to kind of give back even further. I mean, yes, we do something for our community because we are, you know, paramedics and we, we take care of people. And that is one thing, but I don't know if you're like me, I just feel like I need to do more. And that's kind of where the painting came from. And that's the motivation for donating to the charity. Um, 
I, I have been thinking about doing pieces that are related to mental health as well. I'm just not finalized on the actual concept of what I, what I want to do, but I want to find these things that people don't talk about and I want to share them um, because I think that's important. I think that'd be really interesting to see. Um, I'm super interested to see where the rest of your work is going, uh, especially just growing from the Rosie series to this painting here. Um, I'd really like to see where, where the mental health series goes. Where can people find all your stuff, Kate? So we have a Facebook page. And for those that don't have Facebook, we also have a website. Um, our Facebook page is under Bergen Studios. And our uh, website is jbergenstudios.com. And that has all of our work. You can purchase it there. You can message us, email. I think our phone number is also listed as well. So um, we're, we're pretty reachable as far as that's concerned. And Mission Hope is the charity, right? Yes, it is. And um, it's linked to our page as well, um, at least in a post, if not more. Um, I have to double check on that. Mission right, Hope well, is um, started by another paramedic in New Jersey. Oh, cool. Um, and we'll link to all that in the show notes so that people can actually uh, get around to it and see everything and uh, get involved in uh, more artwork and art therapy. So. Kate, we're going to give you the last word. What else do you have to say to all the people out there listening who want to uh, try and save themselves and others via art? Just pick up a paintbrush and try. It Just do it. Just do the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's really important. Just, just do it. You know, do something that you enjoy. I mean, get out, get away from the job, get away from the, the screens, and just do something for you. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be amazing. It can just be you. Right. The number of times that I've like started something or thought about starting it and just sort of like put the brakes on because something was intimidating about it. And then I finally just ripped the bandaid off and do it. And I'm like, I could have done this a long time ago. And it's, it's good too. Like that's, that's the, the benefit of it. I'm like, oh, oh, I actually like that. <laughs> so yeah, just really just do it. I mean, What's the harm? How bad could it be? And that's what's great about painting. If you don't like it, paint over it. No big deal. No one will ever know. Right? right. <laughs> oh, trust me. There's a lot. There's, there's one painting one time where I thought I was actually going to go through the canvas with the number of times that I had to paint over it. But other than that, <laughs> it could. Uh, all right, Kate, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, everyone check out everything in the show notes and uh, let us know when you have more work coming out. I will do so. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Thank Kate. You. All right. And our thanks to Kate Bergen for coming on the show today. I was really happy with that discussion, Dan. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I was too. Um, you know, I mean, Kate's, Kate's an artist. Um, she does really, really interesting work. But I was really interested in hearing about how she uses it as, you know, a way to cope with what we're dealing with, we're all dealing with, but uh, in her own individual way. Um, that was really cool. Yeah, and I think it was important the way that she mentioned that if you're if you have any artistic inclinations, that there's no reason to not start, you know, doing art stuff. Like we we joked after the interview was over that you know the best way to become an artist is just to grab a canvas and do the thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's plenty of adult coloring books that are out there. Um, that's actually how Kate got her start. Was kind of a color and paint by number thing. So if you're someone who's actually interested in in making art, you know art kind of like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So 
there's nothing that says what good art is. And frankly, if you're painting or if you're drawing or writing, whatever, you don't have to do that for anybody else. You can just do that for you as a creative outlet. That's one of the reasons that journaling has become so popular. So, you know, yeah. what, one of the things that I think we want to encourage is that if you're working out there in this very high stress environment where it seems like there's just no good news and you need a stress outlet, this is one of the things that you can do. Yeah. And, and it doesn't have to be this. Remember, it's just something creative that gives your brain time to rest and reset. Um, yep. you, it could be playing drums. It could be playing a, in a mu or a musical instrument. It could be uh, meditation. It could be anything, but you got to find something. Right. Um, it could be making a podcast. Uh, yeah. It could be making a podcast. You know, that's yep. not, that's not stressful at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's important to have some kind of, you know, some kind of outlet, whether it's just talking to somebody about what's going on or actually expressing yourself through different mechanisms and different means. I think it's important. You, you, um, got, you got to get away from the job. And as, as yeah. Yeah, we'll show you in the cold open, uh, as we got in the cold open, the uh, you don't get away from the job. You know, right, you, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you need an outlet. We need these outlets. Otherwise, you're going to turn to negative ways and it's going to end up hurting you yep. in the end. And something that we have to mention is that Kate's work has been featured on ABC and NJ.com. And she will be on the cover of Real Women Magazine in Mercer County, New Jersey uh, in the not too distant future. So lots of stuff that she's doing. Um, she's doing a lot of really good work with something that started out as just a therapy type of outlet for her. And uh, she's making a lot of people feel better. I think through her art, which is very important. So thanks again to Kate. And uh, yeah, I thought that was, that was really good. And for, so you can check out our show notes. We'll have links to everything in there. Um, check out all of our social media. You can find us at over on productions or over on EMS on Twitter. Check out the merch store, buy some stuff. Uh, yeah. We have new, new stuff inside. We have new stuff in the merch store. Just saying. Yeah. Go check it out. Um, you have nothing else to do. You're staying at home. Why not online shop through us? So thank you for guys for listening and for the Overrun podcast. I'm Med Bowder. I'm Dan Truster. And we will talk to you all next time. Okay, see ya.